0: I'm Grace and I'm Kaylee and welcome to What the Book and today we're gonna be talking about movie adaptations. So obviously we're gonna be talking about movie adaptations from books. If that wasn't already obvious. (laughs) We struggled on like what to call this episode because it is major. like the majority of it is gonna be the debate of like is the book better than the movie and I think we've both agreed that the book is better than the movie. I have in my notes book is always better period. And I don't think I've ever met someone who disagrees with that. Yeah, unless they're not a book reader. But they still, like, I don't know, like, no one's going to be like, you're wrong. Yeah, no one, like, it's an acknowledged opinion. Yeah, I think so. Or not revered? Revered? Is that that the word? I have no idea. What's revered? Hey, Siri. What does revered mean? Feel deep respect or admiration for something hmm, it's revered. That was a a good book. Not a good book. That was a good word. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) So, should we just, like, get right into it? Like, honestly, yeah. I think before we get into, like, movies that we've seen based on books, books that we've read that have been adapted, no one ever talks about the why. Why do you think the book is better than the movie? Because I feel like it's just a known fact, but, like, Why? That's a good question, first of all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's just more detail. Like, I feel like being able to get inside of the characters' heads. That's what I was going to say, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're really able to understand their motives better. Understand. I don't know. Because, okay, with... When you're writing, you know how there's the really big thing about show, don't tell? Oh, yeah. And when you're watching a movie, I guess that is a lot of showing. But, like, when it comes to the characters' motives, almost, it's a lot of telling. Definitely, yeah. Where am I going with this? Well, it's different because, like... Wait, like, the movie is the definition of showing, not telling. No, I I just watched myself, like, prove my own point wrong. (laughs) No, 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 I think you're still right. Like, just because you're physically watching a movie doesn't mean that it's, like, showing. Yeah, like... Do you get, do you get what I, like, I don't know, I just feel like with the book you're able to really understand everything more. Yeah. You're right, like, you just get more detail. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, you understand the characters, well, hopefully if it's a good book, like, you understand, like, the characters' motivations more. You get inside their heads. Which I yeah. think, like, because most of the time in movies you don't have, like, a narrator speaking. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Like it's just things happening. You don't have someone in the background being like, this is where I went wrong. Like, (laughs) well, like, there's occasionally, like, it's usually at the beginning and at the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, the main character will come in and, like, be like, Yeah. this is where it all started. (laughs) And, like, but then they'll come in at the narration at the very end. Yeah. You know? But, like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you don't... A lot of movies, there is an exception, obviously, but a lot of movies don't have a narrator. Yeah. So then... You kind of just have to see everything and read body language, but you're not getting any inner dialogue. But isn't that literally showing and not telling? By seeing. Wait. You- right. <laughs> like what? Damn minute. No, like you're right. That's wait. why. So that's why I was like, wait, ignore that whole point because my whole point, I just disproved it. <laughs> like literally. That's gonna be our poll question: our movie, showing or telling? <laughs> literally showing you. No, I think it's a debate. Because the whole point of like showing in literature, it, this is a total tangent, but I feel like people will be like, mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> 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 like, it's, like I took a creative writing class this semester. That was his huge thing. Like, my prof's really? huge thing was like, show, don't tell. Mm-hmm. But you have to have telling too. Yeah. think about it. But, like, to a certain degree, yeah. But I think because you don't get that description and like the in between the lines Mm -hmm. it's all just like physical in front of you it is technically telling i guess because okay let's okay let's look at a character that's like how hmm, like let's look at a character who is like panicking in a situation over something like they're in let's say a social setting and i don't know like their crush walks up to them and like they're starting to panic Mm -hmm. in a movie i feel like if you start showing that they're panicked it'll make the character look like a literal psycho versus showing in a book where you can see their inner dialogue like you can see their thoughts racing you can see like oh like the character's hands started sweating like that's not telling you that the character's panicking in a book but it's showing that the character's panicking yeah. in a book but if you start having this character on screen start like physically trembling then you're basically and, like, being told. drenched in sweat yeah. yeah like i don't know like it just it's hard to like film that and like make the character look normal so most of the times in that situation you just see the character like do the <gasps> like that thing yeah and it's like okay like you know like it's just more physical yeah and although like that is a degree of showing i don't know i feel like you get more showing somehow while reading because you get yeah. like little details and, uh, you know it all what? comes back to the details i totally get what you mean yeah sorry i think i cut you off as well you can if you had a thought oh girl i don't know i, I have no th- thoughts <clears throat> i don't know like actually i was just about to tell you i have no thoughts in my head right now I yeah i don't know how to explain <laughs> it <laughs> i i don't even know what i was saying it's okay both of us you were talking about your creative ready class oh yeah okay yeah no, that that was his huge thing. And actually, my prof for my creative writing class is a published author. No way. A fiction. You're kidding. Yeah, because a lot of my profs are, like, published to some extent. Because they're profs. Mm-hmm. Like, they're constantly doing research and stuff like that. So they're writing, like, dissertations and stuff. But he's, like, a fiction No author. way. What does he write? I have no idea, actually. I marked two of his books as want to read on Goodreads. Because I was like, sure. Like, I'll, I'll read your work. But I didn't even read the description. Oh, I wanted to ask you something, though. Oh, um, perfect. It was, this is completely off-topic, but, like, on-topic because it's the topic of the podcast, off-topic to what we are just talking about. Has there ever been a scenario where you've watched the movie and it's been better than the book? Or, like, you've watched the movie and you're like, that movie was so much, inter- m- so much more interesting than, like, what the book sounds. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, you watch the movie and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm never gonna read the book instead of like oh you know like the book's always better okay um off the top of my head no really because i know you have a whole bunch written down of like books and we've talked about them in past episodes like from that 2014 era when like dystopian societies became like a popular trope like i never read any of those books so i didn't really have anything to compare it to so obviously i watched the movie first yeah and i thought all of those movies were good mm-hmm. i don't know why i never picked up those books because i like the movie But, um... But would you ever pick up the books now? I feel like it's too far gone. I will. I don't know. I got a long life ahead of me. Like, (laughs) I'll just read them eventually. But, um... I'm not gonna say it's better, because that would be, like... I don't know the word. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying, do you think that the movie's better? I'm saying, like, has there ever been a chance where you knew that a movie was based off a book and you still watched it first? And then you decided after watching the movie that you're never going to read the book. Oh, no. No? No. I can't think of any. But now, like, especially in the past few years, if I go to watch a movie and it's based on a book, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to watch it until I read the book. Like, I've done that. There's two movies based on Agatha Christie books. Okay. There's Death on the Nile, which just came out this year, and then Murder on the Orient Express. Mm -hmm. And... I've literally made, like, members of my family wait to watch it. No way. Because I'm like, no, like, it's an Agatha Christie book. Like, I have to read it. Fair enough, though. So, I don't know. Like, it's, it's like, in my brain, like, read the book first. Because okay. I feel like I'm going to regret it. Well, we both watched Dune. Mm-hmm. Which okay. only covered the first half of the book, I'm pretty sure. Yes. That was an exception. I bought Dune with the... Oh, what's the word? With the anticipation... That I was going to read it before the movie came out. I bought it like two months before, and then I didn't read it. I don't know why. I think it was just like midterm season, and I mm-hmm. didn't get around to reading it. But then I watched the movie, and I don't know if like anyone has seen the t- 2021 adaptation of Dune, but like it was pretty big brain. Like it's a sci-fi movie. Like there's a, there's a lot brain. going on. It was very big brain. And I actually like my boyfriend said this to me like as we were leaving. He's like. I'm really glad you watched the movie first, honestly. Because I feel like that book would have been really difficult to understand. And, like, I agree. That's what a lot of people say. A lot of people, like, DNF Dune for the fact that it's so confusing they can't even get into it. Oh. Oh, I a thousand percent agree. It probably Mm -hmm. is. So it's still on my bookshelf waiting to be read, and I want to read it. I think my only time I'll be able to read it is during the summer when I don't have a lot going on. But I'm glad I watched the movie first because it'll help me understand the book better yeah like I might even re-watch the movie before I start the book because yeah. I also forgot yeah yeah I've I'll- watched it twice now so like it's a little more fresh in my brain but yeah. when I saw it in theaters too yeah like I forgot like a lot of key points and the thing is too there's like things in it that aren't like real English if that makes sense yeah like the names of things and stuff mm-hmm. like that So that's a little difficult. Yeah, which I feel like is more confusing when watching a movie versus reading. Because at least when you're reading, like, you know, when you're reading and you don't know how to pronounce, like, a name or a place, so it's just, like, keyboard smash in your brain. Yes. But you're able to at least recognize that, like, keyboard smash throughout the book, whether you know. But I feel like that's harder when you're watching a movie. And they say something that's like literally unintelligible. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because then after they'll be like, "You're going where? Like, where are you going? What's that character's name?" Yeah. So I feel like it's a benefit, once again, reading the book, because you can like understand the words more to everything. That's true. But I also I don't know what type of learner I am. Did you ever do those quizzes in grade school? I did, but I don't think they're like I don't know. I don't think they're accurate. First of all, I have beef. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know what type of learner I am. I don't think I'm a visual learner, but the visuals in movies like that help me. Okay. Like, if it's, like, a term that's, like, not really English, like, a made-up word, mm-hmm. and it keeps, like, repeating, I'd rather, like, see it physically. And then First. I can, yeah, like, in, like, um, like, Star Wars, like, all the planets. Yeah. Like, I can be like, oh, like, this planet is, like, the sandy planet. Like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny, too, is, and I noticed this when I watched Dune in theaters... Again, I think because I was watching a movie mm-hmm. instead of, like, reading it. Um But Star Wars obviously isn't based on any books. Like, there's no, like, comic books or, like, stuff like that. Like, it there's was just books. George Lucas's... What? There's Star Wars books. Yeah, but not, like... Like, you know how Marvel, everything is based on the comic books? Mm-hmm. Like, the movies aren't based on the books. Oh, then the books are based on the movies. Yeah. But there are... I literally oh. have a Star Wars book that I'm waiting oh. to read. But it's, like, based on the movies. Oh, okay. But, um... Like that's what I mean. Like, cause Marvel is all based on something. Yeah. But like, Star Wars isn't really based on anything. But because I'd obviously watched like all the Star Wars movies and shows before um, watching Dune, there's a lot of similarities in Dune and Star Wars. Really. And I don't know if this is considered off topic, but like. Yeah. Well, did Dune come out before Star Wars? Like, yeah. Do you think like oh so do you think Star Wars was inspired? S- Star by Wars Dune? is heavily inspired by Dune and you can kind of you can tell like after watching all the Star Wars movie like my boyfriend is a huge Star Wars fan so I feel like I'm constantly in like talking about Star Wars and like watching Star Wars and like once I watched Dune I was like whoa like that's in Star Wars oh that's in Star Wars that's in Star Wars yeah like it just like even like the sandy like vibe of Dune the vibe is just the same yeah yeah but it's it's really heavily influenced and I think Dune came out in like the 60s yeah, Dune came out. A it, while. Was, yeah, it was yeah, a while ago, and it was super big brain for the '60s too. Like if yeah. you think about that. Mhm. So. It's kind of crazy. Oh yeah. So this just turned into a Dune episode, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither of us having read it. <laughs> but the movie was good. When I watched a Dune, I was so aware of the fact that it was a book that that's all I could think about when watching it. I know what you mean. So the whole time I was like, oh, like, how would that have, like, read in the book? Like, how would that read? And even when it finished, like, the movie finished, I was like, what was that? Like, nothing happened during this movie. What was that movie? Like, how was that a whole book? Because mm. I was like, because how... Ugh, this is kind of a spoiler, but not really a spoiler for the movie. Just how it ended was... at least like, You know what the basic storyline of main character is in their world. Something tragic happens. They're thrust into the new world, and that's where the book starts. Seagirl girl, I that's read where... a lot of sci-fi fantasy. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> but they don't you do like, have different for oh, well, But, like, there's always that, like, it, there's, like, that, I forget, it's a called an actual thing, but there's a point in the book where the character is, when goes from living like their mundane life Mm -hmm. to something happening and they're thrust into the plot of the novel Mm -hmm. yeah that is that happens in all genres yeah yeah for sure that's how the movie ended and i it was it ended with that main character like having like almost like an origin story yeah i was so confused because i was like how is that book so popular it doesn't follow like the proper format of a novel and basic storytelling i don't get it it was confusing And then I found out that it was only half the book. And I was like, oh, well, that was a pretty good movie then. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like that's another good reason why, not in the case of Dune, but in the case of everything else, like, it's a good idea to read the book first. Yeah, I feel like that's why it's genuinely... I mean, I guess we're just, like, big readers, though. I know a lot of people probably don't watch a movie and think about that. Yeah. But as a reader, I feel like that's why it's a good idea to read the book first. Mm -hmm. Because then you're kind of like hyper aware that like this is yeah. a book but i know even like um have you seen the movie little woman because you want to read the book first mm-hmm. right oh okay because that's what i did too like i read the book first and then i watched the movie like the newest little woman i know there's like a whole bunch of adaptations but, like the newest one from like 2019 or something yeah so good was that it? was a really good movie adaptation. I just want to watch it for Florence Pugh. Oh, I totally get it. The cast is and stacked. And Tim- Timote. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> just want to watch it for them too. Wait, isn't Emma Watson also in it? Mm-hmm. Oh. And, um, Sersha Oh my god, I always forget her last name. I feel so mean. I don't this know. This is like the second episode that I've brought her up in. I don't I know actress names anyways. What else does she plan? Um, she's the little girl in Lovely Bones watched it. Oh, you haven't? Good Mm-mm. movie. I do not even, even, even heard of book. <gasps> Lovely, Lovely Bones. Lovely Bones. Mark Wahlberg's in it. No, I think I know. Wait, wait, wait. I haven't marked as want to read on Goodreads. I'm pretty sure watched... watched... one of our friends is has yeah. had it on yeah. currently reading. Yeah. Someone. I don't know who. I know who. I won't name drop, but <laughs> you know who you are. I see it on your currently reading. We hope <laughs> you like the book. But I watched Lovely Bones like, it's an, not an older movie, but it's, like, at least five years old. Yeah. So I watched it, like, quite a few years ago. It's on Netflix. Maybe it's not anymore. But I watched it on Netflix. And then just recently I learned it's a book. And I'm like, oh, I kind of wish, like, I didn't watch it back then because I'd want to mm, read the book. But yeah. I, still, I still want to read the book. It was a really good movie, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Do you know what it's about? No, I, I've never even heard of it. Oh, it's about a little girl who goes missing. Oh. And you kind of have to, like... Well, in the movie, I'm assuming the book is the same way. In the movie, it's kind of told from her perspective, even though she went missing. Interesting. So I feel like as a book, like, that would be amazing if they kept that. Mm -hmm. So I do want to read the book. Yeah. Now you have me wanting to read the book. Maybe we'll review it. (laughs) We got such a long list, but you know what? We will. Yeah. We totally will. But that was Little Woman. On the side note, because Saoirse, I think it's Ronan. I honestly have no idea. Like, I still don't know. <sighs> I'll show you a picture. You know okay. who she is. But, um, like, she was in it, too. Meryl Streep is in it. Maybe she's oh. not. Oh, yeah. Meryl Streep is in it. Um, Laura Dern. I think that's her name. The girl from Jurassic Park and the mom from Fault Stars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's always a mom. Like, she's... <laughs> is she a mom? She's and the mom in Little yeah. Woman. And then, like... Like, it, it was just such a good movie. But, um... They didn't do it in chronological order. If you read Little Women, I'm sorry, I'm just going off on like a million tangents today. Go for it. Which I guess is kind of the point of this episode, but like whatever. Like, if you read Little Women, it obviously happens in chronological order. Yeah. Like well. of them like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like of them like growing up. Like in Little Women, there's no flashbacks. Oh. Off the top of my head, I can't think of any. Um, but in um the movie, the whole thing is like flashbacks and parallels. Wait, in the movie? Yeah. Oh, but there's not flashbacks. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Because there's a lot of, like, parallels. Like, you'll see, like, history repeating itself in Little Women, like, as they're growing up. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say too much about it because, like, to spoil it. I know you haven't read it. Um, But, like, you'll see, like, history repeating itself a few times in Little Women, like, as they grow up. And they do a really good job of, like, showing those parallels in the movie. But it's kind of confusing because I went into it thinking that it would be, like more accurate to the book, I guess. Yeah. So I was, like, watching the movie, and I'm like, this is not supposed to happen right now. And then I was like, wait, what is happening? And then I was like, wait. Oh, oh, it's a flashback. And then I was like, oh, like this and that. And it's interesting. Yeah. But it was hard, too, because at the beginning of Little Woman, they're, like, really young. Like, Meg, who's the oldest, Emma Watson, is, like, 16. And then Florence Pugh, who plays Amy, the youngest, at the beginning of the book, is, like, 10 or 11. So... And by the end of the book, they're, like, adult women. Like oh. Like, it's over, like, a ten-period, ten-year span. Oh, so is that where the movie mostly takes place and then the flashbacks is, like, from the... Oh. Yeah, but they didn't, like, recast... Because I expected to see, like, a young Amy and then Florence Pugh to be the older Amy, but she plays, like, both, which how, is kind of confusing. How does that work? Exactly. Oh, like no. Like, that, like, it was should just... have at least hired kids. Yeah. To play the younger of them. But like maybe I missed the punch, maybe they didn't want them to be that young, but then I'm like, then it's not accurate to the book. I don't know. That was my one beef with it, but I still thought Little Women was a phenomenal movie. Yeah. As someone who's read the book. Mm, okay. Yes. What's a movie Peter. that you, like, loved? But you read the book first. Oh. But you were like, this, th- they did a good job. Hmm... Oh, well, probably starting off with Shadow and Bone, which I know I never shut up about about the Grishaverse, but I heard- I read Six of Crows in Crooked Kingdom, and I didn't read the trilogy that takes place before it, because although they're in the same universe, like, the characters don't really have anything to do with each other, so you can read the duology before the trilogy, but then they came out with a Shadow and Bone TV show yeah, and although the Shadow and Bone TV show it's taking place during the Shadow and Bone trilogy, the Six of Crows characters are in it. But okay, <laughs> this gets so complicated. The Shadow and Bone trilogy takes place two years before the Six of Crows, okay. Six of Crow duology. Okay, so in the TV show, it's the Six of Crows characters, but two years before their books. So, I think they're going to eventually play their story. I think that's how it's going to work. I don't know. So, although the Six of Crow story isn't accurate, because it literally didn't happen in the books, because we didn't even get to the books yet. Like, this is literally them, like, pre-book, like, their Mm -hmm. book series. The Shadow and Bone storyline was generally accurate. There were some things, because once again, they threw in the Six of Crow characters. So... They never interacted in the Shadow and Bone trilogy. Okay. So that was Uh. inaccurate. But still, like, the casting, phenomenal. Like, there wasn't any casting that I was, like, properly mad about. And although it wasn't, like I said, 100% accurate, everything they added in or changed was still pretty accurate to the characters themselves. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense. It does, yeah. So, like... I wasn't mad about the changes. I was like, that's a great change. I think it's because Le Bardugo, the the author, worked so closely with the show, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that is the best. Yeah, so although, once again, it's not completely accurate to the books, you can tell that it's still accurate to the characters and to the story and world itself. Which I think is what really matters. Like, it was still basically the first book, because, like, the first book was the first season. Mm Mm-hmm. So, but that's probably, because I'm looking at all my other ones, and maybe besides Perks of Being a Wallflower, which I'm now, I don't remember the movie for it at all. Like, I read the book, and right after I finished the book, I watched the movie like a psycho. Yeah, you didn't even take a break. Well, I think I took like a day break, but that's it. But I still, but that's why, so I don't remember the movie, really. I only remember the book. Oh, it's like all blended. yeah. So, I can even comment on that one, and then all the other books I have, like, written down, at least in my notes, I read the book before- Oh my god, wait, no! (gasps) Oh, I'm (laughs) about to expel- Percy Jackson. Not only did I watch the movies before I read the books, I watched the second movie before reading the book. (laughs) I watched Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters, because I- all my friends were talking about Percy Jackson- and I was like, what is this? And my friend was like, there's movies, but they suck. Like, it's not anything accurate. Which, if anyone knows, and the author has actually spoken out and said that the script is trash, the plot. No. Like, the author even says that's why they're making the TV show. And I feel like... And so excited. That's why it's so important for the author to work alongside. Which he was, I'm pretty sure. They just oh. weren't listening to him. Oh. So now him and his wife are actually, like, direct... Not directing, but they're, like... I think they're... I don't know. But they're, like, producing, directing, writing, like, for the sure. TV show for Percy Jackson. Oh, good. As they should. So, it sh- yeah, it should be good. I know there's already been some controversy. Controversy? Why am I, like, slurring my words? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's been a long time. There's a lot of controversy because the characters don't look accurate to... I have heard that. Yes. I, I don't know anything about Percy Jackson, but I have seen that. There's a lot of upheaval about that right now. Okay. But even Rick Riordan said that when they were casting they weren't looking for the characters looking identical to the characters. They're looking for actors who will like emanate the character perfectly. Like gather the energy that that character produces mm-hmm. despite how they look. So I get, I get it. I know like... There are obviously some really good benefits to that, because, for example, there's now a person of color playing Annabeth, which is, like, one of the main... Which is amazing, because think about, like, all the little girls that's going to be able to look up to this great yeah, character. oh, I love that. And, like, Percy Jackson takes place over five years. Like, it goes from them being 12 to 16. Is that five years? Yes. No, that's, like, four. That like, was quick math, though. I respect it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> It was well, close. Four years. Well, it's five books, and every... Like, there's a year between every book. Or they're supposed to be. So I don't know what went wrong there. <laughs> because, like, every... Anyway. But, like, so you're gonna watch these characters grow up, like, Harry Potter style. like Oh, I love and that. And I think that would be so good. And a lot of people are obviously upset because Annabeth in the books is blonde hair and, like, the basic, like, tanned Californian girl. Mm. And obviously that's not what the actress looks like. And a lot of people are bashing the actress, who's literally a 12-year-old girl. No. I know! And, like... This girl is, I'm sure, like, I haven't seen her act in anything, but I'm sure she's a phenomenal actor. And, like, I'm not mad at the casting. Like, it definitely was because, like, I at least wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. But, like, after, like, I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute. Like, this is going to be so good. And, like, they've, they've thankfully... Wait, why am I going... First of all, I don't know what I'm talking about now. <laughs> like, you know, I'm going on a tangent just about no, the casting show. is an important part of this episode. Yes, that is true. Because you want characters to be accurate. Yeah. Which that's why so I, I understand why a lot of people are upset about the fact that the characters that were casted for the show aren't accurate, like barely whatsoever, for the book characters. But at yeah. the same time I can understand that they show a lot of the same energy. Like the actor that is playing, Walker Scobell, have you ever he played and do you have you ever heard of the Adam project? The little guy, right? Yeah. I saw I just saw an interview with him, yeah. He's such a little cutie. He yeah, he's so cute, first of all. <laughs> oh my god. He's like the perfect Percy Jackson. That's what everyone's been saying, but I'm like he I don't is, know who this man like, is. I'm seeing like videos of him videos of him just like doing stuff and I'm like that's literally Percy Jackson and even the way like his face is and stuff, but he has blue eyes and blonde hair and mm-hmm. Percy is supposed to have like green eyes. Like it's supposed to be like his seaweed green eyes because he's like okay, the you just of the wear contacts. Well that's the thing though, because they're so young, the directors are telling the kids that they don't have to change their appearances at all. So okay, it's gonna be I like, like a blonde actually. Percy Jackson. Yeah. Which a lot of people are people are upset about just for the fact that like Percy has black hair. Like so it's not even like brown hair. Like it's like a complete yeah. difference. Yeah. But at the same time, like the what I've seen, like he quite literally is the perfect Percy. So I, I can't know. even be mad. Like I'm not like I'm like okay, like blonde hair aside, like that is literally Percy Jackson. Like whenever I see videos of like him like goofing off, like that he's been posting a lot more. Mhm. Okay. So So, I mean, Percy Jackson aside though, cuz I know you're a big Percy Jackson fan. Oh yeah, so I watched the movies before. I read the books. Where what was yeah. the original question? I have no idea. I don't know. The movies trash. Sorry. I always say the mo- the Prissy Jackson movies are good if you were to watch them on their own and compartmentalize. <laughs> that- if you were to just like separate them in your head of a movie and then like the book and like maybe the movies are like loosely inspired off the books. Then like maybe like, oh, the movies could be pretty good. Maybe. Okay. But besides that, they're just bad. Like nothing I'm talking like there's not a single thing. That has to do with the... Like, okay, there's obviously, like... There are things that it has to do based off the book. That wasn't a sentence. It's just, they're bad. Long story long. Okay, noted. They're... Like, the thing that happens in Sea of Monsters, of the movie, takes place in the fourth book. And Sea of Monsters is the second book. Oh, so it's just really, like... And the characters are aged up about five years. They're supposed to be 12. Mm -hmm. They're, like... They look, like, 17 in the movies. Oh. It's just all together, like, what is going on yeah. I love, like, the actors. Like, it was, like, I just got dizzy when I did that. I spun too fast. <laughs> I almost, like, passed out. Like, Alexandra DiNardio. Was that her name? Oh, Alexandra DiNardio? Yeah. Yeah. Queen. Great Annabeth, first of all. But she's just too old for Annabeth. Like, Annabeth oh. is 12, and she was, like, obviously, like, she could have pulled off, like, maybe, like, a 17, 18-year-old. Great Annabeth, but just too old. Logan Lerman, great Percy, once again, too old. Like, all the actors, they were good for their characters, but too old. Okay, that's but my final in, consensus. In any other movie, in general, not, like, Percy Jackson aside, <laughs> if, like, casting were to be inaccurate, only in the sense of, like, like that Percy Jackson debacle of, like, oh, he's blonde, he's supposed to have black hair. Yeah, like, if you were to just, like, sit down and watch a movie, mm-hmm. and you read the book, and then the love interest is supposed to, like, look away, and then they end up looking completely different, Yeah. would you be like, mm? That's the thing, I'm not gonna, like, I would be. Like, naturally, like, if a character doesn't match description, I'd be like, no, this is awful, like, they can't even find an actor that, like, looks like the character. Yeah. Which, naturally, but also, like, I don't know. The only, why Percy Jackson an exception is because they're literally, like, 12-year-old kids. Oh, I get that. Yeah. I totally get that. But, like, in any other, once you get, like, like you said, put Percy Jackson aside. I, it's so hard for me. <laughs> I I would say that's kind of a selling point sometimes. It depends. Because, like, if the, if the actor really does a good job, then maybe mm-hmm. they can get away with it. Yeah, but I, like... What do you think? So, I'm kind of on the fence about it. Because, okay. like, you're right. Like, if the actor is good, at the end of the day... If they can embody that character, yes. like, what's the big deal about what they look like? But then if I read a novel and I fall in love with a character and I have in my brain, like, what they look like, and then you get to the theater and, like, they're supposed to have blonde hair, but it's, like, they have black hair. hmm Yeah. Like, it's just, like, oh, that's totally not what I pictured them. Like, it, it's gonna be hard for me to connect the book to the movie now. Yeah. And at that point, it's, like... I don't, because once again, like, if you fell in love with the book, and you fell in love with how the characters looked that certain way, Mm -hmm. and then in the movie, they looked a different way, it's like, if you don't even know how to disconnect that, I'd be worried about, like, watching, I mean, reading your book, and then not picturing the characters how you originally pictured them, and seeing them how they are in the movies. Oh, a thousand percent. Because that's one thing I'm, like, really bad at, like, for example, I saw trailers, I saw scenes of perks of being a wallflower i saw scenes of that movie like you can't really it's like a really it's popular everywhere. movie yeah so when i was reading the book i just saw the actors as the characters me too that was me with little Women. exactly yeah. yeah like it's really hard not to so it's like especially when one of your favorite books get turned gets turned into a movie it's like you start like at what point does that connection happen where you when you start thinking of that book you start thinking of like the actors, yeah, the you know, actor like, instead of the character. Of how you pictured them. Oh, I totally agree. That's a really good point, actually. Because I find that, like, kind of sad. Like, I get sad when I think about that. I'm like, damn, like, that's... Because, like, I don't know, you fall in love with these characters of how, you like, you pictured them in your head. But they're not a character anymore. It's just an actor. I know, but that's why. Yeah. So it's, like, but the, the actor is the character. But, like, you have your version of the... Uh, it gets messy. And I feel like <laughs> that's why it's good to read the book first yeah. before watching the movie. Because if you watch the movie first and then you go back to read the book, then you're just gonna picture the cast, like you said. Yeah. And this is a good segue because that exact reason is why I'm scared of some books and some series getting turned into TV shows and movies. Because I don't want to start picturing the characters and the books as the movies. Mm -hmm. Like, I want the characters to say the same way as they are in my head. Like, I don't want them to be almost ruined by movies. Because not that you ruin it by a movie or a TV show. But you know how sometimes there's the possibility that it can. Oh, yeah. You know? So are there any books that you don't want to get turned into a TV show or movie? Because you don't, like, you don't want them to get ruined. I mean, I feel like not everything has to get turned into a movie. Yeah. Like, I feel like, especially with like book talk, because mm-hmm. book talk kind of just started like during the pandemic and now it's like a huge thing. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of movie adaptations of books just kind of happen because of book talk, if that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it has like a weird amount of power and influence book talk has gotten really powerful yeah Mm -hmm. and like everyone knows about it like if you see a book on tiktok like it's a whole thing which it used to be youtube like it used to be booktube yeah my phone just literally died like it was just sitting here and decided to die it just like it it literally just told me it's dying (laughs) okay your phone said that's enough rest in peace (laughs) sorry sorry girl Sorry, that was just funny. Like, we were literally just sitting here. Oh, it's turning back on. Oh. She's old. She doesn't know what she's doing sometimes. <laughs> um, But, yeah, because, like, that used to be booktube, but you could, like, the power has shifted, if yeah. you will, to so book I talk. feel like, like, not that it's too much, but it's sometimes I'm like, did that really have to turn into a movie? Yeah. Or are you only turning it into a movie for the fans? Yeah. Off the top of my head, I can't think of anything specifically. Actually... I don't know. Okay. I'm going to say this, but, like, take it with a grain of salt, maybe. Okay. I just recently read uh, The Summer I Turned Pretty. Is that what yeah. it's called? Why am I blanking? The Summer I Turned Pretty. Yeah. Sorry. My brain doesn't work today. No, I think so. I, it is called that. I just read it um, <laughs> on vacation because it was, like, a good, like, summer read. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's perfect to bring to the beach. And I read it, and it was... It was cute. I liked it. I'm totally going to read the entire series. I recommend it if you just want, like, a really light, easy read summer romance. And I don't know if I've talked about this book. I feel like I have. But um, well, I, I don't think... I don't know, because I don't think we've, like, properly recorded. Maybe we have. Yeah, Wait, I no, I think know. you did talk about it. I think so, too. But, um... I don't know. We pre-film a lot of our episodes. And that's so, why the order always gets mixed so up in our so confusing and then we haven't seen each other for a while too, i know. know to like record but i don't think it should be made into a movie but it is mm-hmm. like it's coming out soon yeah i was supposed to say it's coming out relatively soon is it out on netflix or is it like a hulu? i think it's an amazon movie yeah i was gonna say is it like a hulu and, amazon I mean, by- no offense but i'm not a huge fan of amazon movies um I'm definitely going to watch it because, like, I read the book. So, like, Mm -hmm. it would be cute to see it. I don't think it should have been made into a movie. Really? I think it's a cute, like, summer thing. And that's why they're turning it into a movie. Like, it'll be, like, a good vibe movie. I don't think, like, enough happens in it for it to be a good movie, if that makes sense. I think I know spoilers for the rest of the series. Don't tell me. I know I won't. But that's why. So I can, it might pick up. You think so? Depend, yeah. Because the first book, I don't want to say it was anticlimactic, because I did really like it, and I'm mm-hmm. reading the rest of the series, so, like, obviously I didn't hate it. But, like, I I don't know. Not a lot happened. Mm. If you really read it, you're like, what did happen? Like, it was just, yeah. like, out of summer. Oh my god, sorry. Because I was watching this. It was YouTube just, like, out of summer beach house. Sorry. Yeah, no, sorry, Go. No, I just, like, oh. burped, so I wanted to re-say it. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, this YouTuber I was watching, she was reviewing the whole series, so mm. she's kind of going through the plot of each book. So she kind of, like, I guess spoiled the second book, but apparently, oh. like, it happens, like, near the beginning of the second book. I'm not sure, but, so I don't know. I think it's the second book that it happens. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe it's a totally different series and I've been on just like i just got it confused i'm just like just no lost. i could i think it could pick up just the ending was kind of anticlimactic which i feel like was part of it because i was like okay i know there's another book like mm-hmm. why was that the ending yeah I, like yeah i guess you just have to read it to understand it was just an easy read and i feel like that's why not a lot happened it okay. served its purpose as a summer read i don't want to read them because i read to all the boys i've loved before same author jenny Han. Yeah, yeah and i loved to all the boys i've loved before <gasps> that's another example go for it of i read them i watched the movie and i didn't want to read the book really because i watched to all the boys i've loved before mm-hmm. loved the movie and i loved it so much i read the book
1: oh. but then i
0: bought the second book and i fell into like a reading slump for like three years or something oh geez <laughs> and i just never read the second book for that reason like i just never got around to it but i watched the movie and I don't like where the movies went. I loved All the Boys I've Loved before. Have you watched, like, P.S. I Love You? And I think it's like, I will always. No. It's not, I'll love you forever. I, or I'll, something. I watched the first one and then I got, like, halfway through the second one. Yeah, the second and third movie, they were good, but they just weren't. They didn't hit, like, the first movie. Mm. And because. I think that's and, why I didn't finish it, yeah. Because I watched the second and the third movie. Like, I straight up just don't want to read the second book now. Like, I have no motivation, no what's the word I'm looking for. No. Motivation, I think, is the right word. Yeah. Like, I just don't want to. That's but fair. once again, I loved the book, The Tall All The Boys I've Loved Before, and I loved the movie. But then I watched... So that, Sorry, that's just another example. Where was I going with that? Oh, right. Just because I wanted to retell To The Summer. I turned pretty because I loved To All The Boys I've Loved Before. Yeah. I think... I... I that's... That could actually be one of mine, because I watched the first movie, and I don't want to read the book, really. You don't think you ever will? No, like, I've You're already right? read, like, a Jenny Han book, and, like, oh. I like her writing style, I like how it's easy. It's YA, obviously. But I don't know, like, I I don't feel like I have to read To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Mm. Okay. Maybe I will eventually. I just loved that movie so much, like, that's a comfort movie, because I've always loved, like... Peter and, I think it was, like, Peter and Lara Jean. Mm -hmm. So, this is another thing. I hate Peter in all the other movies. And, like, I feel bad because everyone loved, like, everyone's already been roasting the actor. Yeah. Because I, I'm so sorry, Noah, but, like, I don't know what happened because we all loved him in the first movie. We loved Peter in the first movie. I'm sorry. I won't get on that tangent, but that's why. So, the book was special for me because I loved, like, the characters and the romance in the first movie so much that I obviously loved the second book interesting but, so if you did like did you like did you like love were you one of the because when we watched it, it was, like, high school and all the girls our age were going yeah. feral. Oh, I remember that when like, it first came out with the movie. Yeah. Like, everyone was like, I want my Peter Kavinsky. Yeah! I remember yeah. my mom watched it and she texted me after finishing it and she just texted me, I hope you get your Peter Kavinsky one day. Oh, I was like, that's so cute. <laughs> I know. Like, but that's why, like, he was, like, the prime. Oh, everyone loved Peter. So he so was just ruined in the other two? And I feel like, I mean, you'll never know what happened in the books if you don't read the books. And I don't, I, like, actively don't want to. (laughs) Sorry, Jenny. But then, because the movies kind of, like, scared you. Yeah. Oh, maybe that was it. Movies have the potential to, like, scare you into not reading the books, because sometimes the movie is just so bad and, like, so inaccurate that you're like, oh, maybe it's a bad book because it's a bad movie, which isn't always the case. I totally didn't even realize, okay, so mine... That I wouldn't want to be a movie. I told you. Yeah. Wait. What was it? Oh, the summer. The summer I turned pretty, but it is turning into a movie. Yeah. Do you have any other others that like even that you loved so much that you're scared to get turned into like a movie or TV show because you don't want it to like. No. Actually, the opposite. I told you, like when I read *Heart Bones* by Colleen Hoover yeah i was texting you frequently about this i read mm-hmm. this on vacation too i want it to turn into a movie yeah well that's my other question what mov- what books do you have you read that like you think would be an amazing like tv show or movie? oh heartbones by colleen hoover yeah and i think we have to see how the it ends with this movie goes first mm-hmm. but like that book scratched my brain i think because the characters are our age and sometimes in colleen hoover books like they're like more adult yeah. characters, but these characters are like our age, so mm-hmm. it's more relatable. That book scratched my brain. I read it in two days because I couldn't put it down. And I have a mental cast of who I want to be the characters in my brain. <gasps> You're selling me on this book so much. You and like I it. can't get another book right now. Yes, you can. But I want to get it so bad. Anyway. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So Colleen Hoover, Colleen Hoover, right? Where was I going? Because you so heart Heartbones. bones Yes. First of all, I didn't need Have you heard of Confess? I just finished it by Colleen Hoover. It's I've one. heard of it, yeah. That is a whole TV show. No I way. I watched the trailer for it. It's like out and it's been out for years. Wait, I think I knew that. Oh, I did know that. It's on Amazon, right? I think so, but now, like, I'm scared because I also was watching the trailer and the trailer doesn't look like the book. And I'm so scared now. <laughs> That's scary. Like, I watched the trailer and I'm like, that doesn't look like an interesting show. Like, oh I, no, I know. But I love the book. Actually, I gave the book four stars. Confess. Oh, because it was good. But you know how like Colleen Hoover has just great beginnings, and she has great meet cutes. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they had a meet cute. I actually oh. thought the beginning of Confess was boring. No. The first half of Confess. I don't think Confess. Actually, no, because the first scene is good, but it's not a meet cute, which I can't spoil because I mean I could because it's literally on the first page it was like the first scene but there's like the first scene which is really good it had my attention Mm -hmm. and then after that scene it was the meet cute between like the main character and like the main love interest like which Colin Hoover does a lot it's just like her like you know it's like what's the word what is it called when the mold it's her mold (laughs) of like bookmaking you know yeah I didn't like it, and I don't think it picked up. There was just a lot, not the miscommunication trope, but, like, they were just both withholding secrets from one another. And I get that the book is called Confess, but I was losing, I was like, just tell each other your stupid secrets, confess it to one another, I'm sick. No, I get it. But then it got good. Like, I'm talking the ending literally, like, was a slap in the face. So, I know, like, I, like, this one literally had me, like, not because it was even, like, one of her classic plot twists, I just didn't expect what was coming, if that makes any sense. Okay. Actually, a lot of it was a plot twist. That's a lot. Like, this. Th- the ending was like a roller filter. That's why it's a four star still. But the beginning was just not it. But yeah, it's a TV show. And Ugly Love, do you know that was. F- they have a trailer out f- and everything for it. it. But it never got Don't. produced. It never got anywhere. No way. Have I. I need to, like, show you the trailer. Remind me. To- literally. Girl, <laughs> I will stop. This. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. One. Please hold. So, I'm sorry. Did you want Confess to be a movie or no? Oh no, it, it is a, it's a show. Oh right, right. right. Sorry. But sorry. I just showed Grace the trailer for Ugly Love. Yeah. And we're both happy that it didn't become a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and that's why I'm kind of nervous for the It Ends with Us movie. I know. They have a lot of good people like on board there, and I know like Colleen Hoover has a like a lot. Of saying it, which is good yeah. because it's kind of b- not based on a true story, but, like, influenced by a true story. That's what I was going to so say. So I is- feel like that's why it's so important that, like, yes, it's done well. Yes. Took the words right out of my mouth. Love when we're on the same <laughs> <Yes>. page. <laughs> like, because it's just based on such a sensitive topic. Yeah. I am I feel like they're going to, like, they're going to tread lightly. Especially because it is based off of, like. Yeah. Because that's hard to, like. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't. Be showing like abuse, like especially sexual abuse, like that, mm. which like, you know, which that's the thing. Like, if they show that, like the movie's gonna be triggering to a lot of people, which the book was triggering to a lot of yeah. people, so like that's the thing. Like, it's gonna be, I think it's like it'll be a good movie and with a good message still because it ends with us, still was a good match, message like it was mm-hmm. about her, like ending that cycle of abuse. So I think it's still gonna be, but that's why, like. Not that they're going to, unfortunately, have to show it, but I feel like if they, like, glaze over, like, if they, like, mention that, like, the stuff that happens in mm. that book. I'm just, and they don't I'm actually interested. show it. I know. I think, I hope it'll be good. Yeah. Are there any other Colleen Hooper books that, like, Verity, for example? I, I don't horror know. movie? I think that would be a good show. Like a, ooh, like a thriller? Not like, a horror movie, but I think like that would be a thr- thriller show. Really? Yeah. I feel like how it's laid Cause out. Because that's also, I just realized that one had flashbacks, kind of. Almost all of her books have flashbacks, I think. Heartbones doesn't. Oh, yeah, because all your perfects, every chapter, like, alternates. Uh-huh. I'm November. love it alternates. November 9th, there's, like, one flashback. But, like, it's not, like, back and forth. So, November 9th, no. It ends with us, does. Uh, yeah. Um, Confess has, once again, flashbacks. It actually ends, th- the prologues of flashback and then the epilogues of flashback. Oh okay. But the book oh. but the book doesn't really have... Like, there's a lot of mention of the past, because, like, you know, it's Obviously, like... Obviously, yeah. But, but I feel like because it's only mention of the past, like, it could yeah. be done. I don't know. Yeah, but... And we wanted to talk about... I haven't read any. What other Colin Hoover books have we read? I think, you, that's I think all a, of them. Yeah. Could, would could you see. want any of them to be movies, out of the ones you just listed? Mm, maybe All Your Perfects would be, like, a good... What's that one channel that has, like, all, like, like, a good Hallmark show? (laughs) Really? That's cute. Not because it's cute. Oh. But because it's, like, about a marriage falling apart. Oh. Why would that be Hallmark, girl? Maybe not Hallmark, but, like, what's the, the, like, the TV show that covers, like, the... What's that one show? Is it, like, All of Us? Or it's about... (laughs) What? What's the show? There's a couple with a baby... Um, I think you've watched it. It's like, it's sad, but it's also like a feel good. No, I don't think it's a feel good. Maybe it's just sad. This Is Us? This Is Us. Oh, damn. I think. What channel is that on? NBC? Oh, maybe not. Oh. TLC? Maybe just ignore me. I don't know what I, but All Your Perfects is definitely like a... It'd definitely just be a show, not a movie. I feel like all your perfects gives off, like, This Is Us vibes. But I've also never read it, so, like, take that with a I've never self. watched This Is Us, so we're w- literally- Girl, <laughs> us right now. Shaking hand emoji. I will read, read all-, all of your perfects. As I say, you I should think- start reading. You should start watching. And No, oh my god! I'm not- No words I know. You should start watching this, this Is Us. us. Okay. Yeah, on, on, you need to read it. I'm having a stroke again. All Your Perfects was actually really good. That's one of my top. My top like Colleen Hoover books is like Ugly Love and November Ninth. Frequently go back and forth for the top spot. Okay. And then. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then my third is All Your Perfects. I love this. Just turned into a Colleen Hoover episode. Sorry, I know it's every episode does. It's because like she just has a lot of books that we can cover like about TV shows. Yeah. And she's had a lot of shows up in the air. And they're all like her books are just such an easy read, and she's so popular right now. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you not talk about her? Oh, Colleen. You haven't even mentioned after. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know I meant to ask you about that? What are your thoughts on the after movies? They're awful. Really? Like, compared to the books? Like, yeah. are they accurate at all? Well, the books are awful, so the movies are awful. <laughs> no, but are they accurate adaptations? Um, no. Oh, really? Uh, okay, I've I haven't was- watched them in a while. I actually my friend she was like a big one direction girl back in the day and we were both like oh my god like there's an after movie like this is hilarious like let's watch it together and no there was the second after movie coming out and we made our boyfriends watch the first after movie with us (laughs) and then we took our boyfriends to see the second one in theater no way (laughs) i don't know why we did that Did they like it no oh no one liked it oh like all four of us like the first one isn't that bad and then we left the theater in the second one and i have like a vivid memory of her being like that just wasn't good <laughs> and i was like yeah like <laughs> oh no i wanna because I, i'm never gonna read the book just watch I, the movies girl. i know but i haven't watched the movie either so now i want to watch after the first one they're not too accurate to the movies they just kind of do their own thing oh period i'll okay but it's because so much happens in the books like it's just oh. it's just crazy <laughs> i want to watch after like weirdly enough you should like i feel like i'd eat it up i need to watch the third one actually maybe i'll watch that tonight i am nothing too do tonight i have a thing where i like watching like bad like bad movies but like i kind of enjoy them like there's like, i know what you mean like too. there's just some shows some movies that are so bad that they're good Yes. Yeah. Agreed. I think that yeah. could be categorized. Yeah. And I feel like after it would fall into that category. Rightfully so. I agree. Yeah. That's why I want to watch the first movie. At I can't least. I believe you brought up after. That's, That's hilarious. hilarious. Well, I had to. Am like, I like the poster child for after now? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I just had to bring it up. I can't. We can't just move on from movies that like... <laughs> no. No. You're right, though. Yeah. It has to be brought up. There's some books that just need to be talked about in every episode, and that's wonderful. <laughs> I Killed Zoe Spandles. Do you think it should be a movie? <laughs> a movie no. Is TV show? Um, I'm fine with it being a book. Yeah? Like, I'm fine if they made a movie, I'd watch it. I think it would be a better show, though. Okay, okay, okay. Noted. And you need to read it, so we can do an episode, and everyone in this podcast will be like, oh my god, just... Shut up and read it. Like, Dude, we're still going to talk about the episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sign for everyone listening. Pick up um, I Killed Zoe's Panels Zoe we'll right now. Eventually. And we'll get to it eventually. Just if you want to start reading it in advance. <laughs> and on that note really quick, we noticed, not noticed, but we realized that we should be giving a disclaimer of like what book we will be revu- reviewing next. So we obviously don't review a book every week. Yeah. We do it every three weeks. Yes. Just so like we have time to read it. Mm -hmm. And we post what book we're going to be doing on our social medias. But we realize that a lot of you don't follow us on social media or like don't find us through social media. Yeah. So drum roll, Kaylee, what book are we doing next? Our next book will be Malibu Rising as per a request from a listener. So that's also if you guys ever want to drop any recommendations... Well, we'll eat it right up and like read it and do an episode. Oh, totally. Because literally we've gotten so far. I think this has been like our only request. Yeah, but like we're open to more. <laughs> and, like we literally both of us the next day basically bought the book. Yeah. From after the request and both of us have already. So, ep- oh, my little kitty. The little kitty My little kitty's coming in. Okay, Queen, come Mom. on. Oh, it's not. Oh my God, it's Milo. It's the big guy. <gasps> hi, handsome. Come here. This cat has not been featured yet. He's a big man. He weighs 20 pounds. But he's not fat. He's just muscle. Anyway. So, now that we have a third member. Yes, we will be doing Malibu Rising. Yes. (laughs) So, this is your two-week warning. (laughs) (laughs) God, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> what? no but and also do you think malibu rising would be a good movie phenomenal i think like it'd be too? an amazing movie i'm not kidding right after i finished it i'd be like i I like i want to watch the movie yeah and i'm not even scared they would ruin it like no. i don't think they would no i don't think so like i genuinely think maybe it's because malibu rising is about a bunch of stars okay i'm not saying that like superstars and stuff are unrealistic looking but, like, there's a, re- there's a reason they're famous. Yeah. Like, they're usually, they're like... They're unrealistic looking. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, look, like, drop from heaven, like, beautiful, stunning, like, perfect. And a lot of, like, the characters we read about, like, they're not... They're like not models. Well, they're not models. They're not actors. Like, they're just regular people. And we all don't all look like we're from Hollywood. Hmm. But Malibu Rising is about a bunch of stars. And that's why I thought it was so interesting, because... A lot of the times, and that this is going back to that prof I had, my creative writing prof. Mm-hmm. You said that the main character is always the weirdest one. Yeah. But, like, the models and, like, the famous surfers, photographers, like, the famous celebrities aren't usually the weird ones. Yeah. which Yeah, it was definitely an interesting approach, which I think her Daisy... I think all of her books are like that. Daisy Jones and the Six is about a band... And then The so Seven Husbands of Evelyn. Is about Eve- a celebrity too, yeah. Yeah, so she takes that approach for all of her books. Which is really interesting. Yeah, that's actually, like, you don't, you rarely see that. Yeah. I think the only other time, like, gives me the same vibes that I, I would say is The Great Gatsby. Oh my gosh, you're right. You are right. Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, for example, like, I think it's because it literally takes place in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Or whenever The Great Gatsby takes place, like, it's literally the same era. the 20s, yeah. Are they in the same I don't know. But all of her books give the same vibe as The Great Gatsby. Yeah. And The Great Gatsby was a decent movie. I and like it was a really if good they movie. were to make her books like how they made The Great Gatsby, like that same vibe. Oh. I girl. think it'd be like it it'd go off. Obviously with different times because the Great Gatsby yeah. is like I think Malibu Rising takes place in like the eighties. Yeah. The eighties. I think it's the eighties. So but Which also such a cool vibe. I loved the. We'll get into it. Oh, we'll get into it. We don't have to talk about it now, but like. Sorry. I know, this is literally. We should be talking about this for anything else. But yeah. So, (laughs) Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Yes, that's going to be our next one. And we both think it'd be a great movie. Mm hmm. So. And the other books that we've done. So we kind of. We talked about it, it ends with us. What about We Were Liars? I don't think they should make that a movie. I don't think it'd be a good movie. I didn't think about it, but until you said that today, now I'm like. Like, I agree. I agree. Because I was arguing that the fact that We Were Liars, this, just, oh, this is a really big spoiler, so if you didn't read We Were Liars, you're going to have to skip the next couple of minutes because I can't, like, talk about why it would be a bad movie without saying this. So skip now at least, like, a minute or two. <laughs> but unless they're going to do some, like, Infinity War fading of... Like the three. Yeah, like of disappearing. Them. Yeah. How, like, I just think the ending would come off more as cringy than sad. It would and, be just difficult to do. Yes, like, I feel like it'd be very difficult to portray, especially because with. Milo. Sorry, keep going. No. With, like, the back. I don't know, just with the backstory and the flashbacks and how everything's laid out, I feel like the ending would if they were to try and do it well and not cringy like welcome back if the people who skipped over the minute if you're back hey (laughs) um where was i going okay sorry oh right if if the directors don't do it in a cringy way and do it in a like a good way i think it would go over a lot of people's heads and that's why i think it would be a weird it's a special book. And you know yeah. what? E. Lockhart's writing is so unique. Yeah. That it's like you don't even want to, like, ruin that art form. Literally. By making it into a movie. Yeah. I think the vibes of the movie actually would be great. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like obviously, we we discussed We Were Liars has amazing vibes. Yeah. But the actual plot itself. <laughs> but then it just gets really dark. Okay. Yeah. So begin- we kind of agreed that we don't want yeah. We Were Liars to be a movie. Not that we, we don't, don't, don't want, it, but, like... It'd just be... it have to be done very specifically like have to be done well yeah and what about two can keep a secret by karen McManus? i think that'd be a great movie i think it would be have you seen oh no you haven't because you haven't read the book there's a tv show based on one of us is lying yeah that's out already oh yeah it's like been out oh but have you watched it no and i don't know why because i think i have it like free to me on one of my platforms oh you know what i think it's on amazon okay i think it's an amazon show and I'm not a huge fan of Amazon um, shows usually, Usually, so I've kind of put it off. But I do want to watch it. Okay. I don't know why I haven't. But I think I, I'm i not going to say that I do or don't want Two Can Keep a Secret to be a movie. Okay. Because I want to watch that first. Yeah, see how the first adaptation was smart. Mm-hmm. If Two Can Keep a Secret were to become an adaptation, would you want a movie or a TV show? Probably. Mm. because it's a mystery I feel like it would do well as a show yeah because then you can have like cliffhangers and like I guess like, you know what I mean yeah I think I, I, I'm on the I think I'd prefer it to be a movie yeah I think it could do well as either one I really like two can keep a secret I know I've said this I think it's an underrated Karen McManus book it absolutely is so I feel like it could do well yeah which, by the way, maybe this is when I should update the viewers. I'm so sorry. Two can see <laughs> Oh my god. Two can keep a secret did in fact go back down to a four stars. In our two can keep a secret episode, I changed it mid episode to a five star after discussing it. But then like a week later I continued to think about it and I just dropped it right back down to a four star. I respect it. You gotta do what you gotta so, do. So so right. Maybe it'll turn it into a five star after this movie. We'll never know. <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh, right, so I have a couple, I have, cause, oh yeah, do you have any other books that, like, you either want to be a book, you don't want to be a book, I mean, <laughs> any books that you don't want to be a movie, do want to be a movie? I don't think so. No? Off the top of my head, I can't think of any, but I know you got some. Oh, I got some. So, at least, I would say, any fantasy series, I actually am very hesitant, mm. if, um like for example like the Sarah J Mass books like A Court of Thrones and Roses and then even Throne of Glass A Court of Thrones and Roses isn't apparently right now apparently is supposed to be in production for a tv show Ooh. for Hulu I straight up am like scared like when I found out instead of getting excited like my stomach dropped no oh my god wow like you're passionate like I literally was like oh because <sighs> oh boy with Avatar, as I've discussed like the characters are so vivid And I am yet to come across an actor or actress that looks how I want the characters to look. And I've seen so many fan casts. So many. I think we can all agree that, um, not Alexandria, Didardo, what's her brother, Matthew? Matthew, yeah. Would play a great, for anyone listening that's watched Akritar, I think the whole fandom has agreed that he'd play a great Asriel. I've not seen a single other agreement for any of the other characters like, hmm, I just and even like I've seen a bunch of fan casts and I just don't agree with any of them and because the characters are so specific in my head and yeah. I don't I don't want it like the world everything about it and like the whole point with the is that there's Illyrians which are these like ha- pretty much half humans half like they have like bat wings, okay. So they'd really have to be done properly. I don't know. <laughs> literally look like prosthetic little wings like leather mm-hmm. wings or it's going to be great cgi like i can't tell what it's going to be like because it depends on the budget of the show yeah and like throne of glass i think that was supposed to be a tv show and it never picked up like ugly love i okay. don't think they got i don't want throne of glass to be a tv show or a movies like first of all because there's eight books so i i don't like i don't want to be sitting there until i'm 50 years old Waiting for the next season to come out for a you know, because there's already eight books, and like that's it's a commitment, and they're big fantasy books as well. So, you know, like at least one season is gonna take multiple years. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like they can like release like a new season every year or something. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like, it's gonna take time. I don't have the time for that, and it's just so specific. And it's like that for a lot of fantasy books I read. Like I'm just I'm just more scared of them turning, especially with the world. It's just hard to translate fantasy from a book into a movie. There's just so much going on with like let's like naming off like an Ember in the Ashes, The Cool Prince, The Lunar Chronicles, Akatar, Throne of Bass, like a lot of the big We Hunt the Flame even. Like there's a lot of big fantasy books that I think would probably be good like TV shows. But just trying to think, wrap my little brain around them trying to turn that into a show, like with the intricacy of the plots and the world and the characters, it literally stresses me out. Like, I'm not, Uh. like, I'm not the writer of the show. Like, I don't have to worry about that. Like, I just have to sit back and watch. But it stresses me out because I'm like, Mm -hmm. they gotta get all, like, all the viewers have to understand what goes on in the books. Like, (laughs) Like, I'm literally psycho. So that's why. But... I decided to name at least one because I was looking at my bookshelf and I'm like, okay, Kaylee, you have to name one exception. You can't just sit on this podcast and be like, all fantasy books should not be. Because <laughs> like, let, like Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, like.
1: Those, those are so good.
0: too <laughs> do good. Yeah. So there's this one that I, because I always argue we don't have enough pirate content. Why are, Why is there? I think collectively as a society, we've all agreed that we like pirates. <laughs> right like no, everyone right, ate pirates of the caribbean up why is it True. the only good pirate movie available like acce- like easily accessible oh, wait. wait you make a really good point there where like and the thing is like we all love pirates like someone mentions pirates and everyone gets excited like yeah. i have never met a single person that's like pirates what like ew like why like every single person i've met eats pirates up why is there not enough pirate content i went through a period of time where i only read pirate books and that was still like three series but there's one. Daughter of the Pirate King. I don't know if it's big on... T- it was big on TikTok. And it's I've not, heard of it, yeah. It's not heavy fantasy. It does dabble with pirates and sirens. And for the fact that it dabbles with sirens and it takes place in a completely different world compared to ours, it's kind of a fantasy. But because it's a lighter fantasy, I feel like it'd be a good movie. And it'd oh. also be a good movie because one, pirate content. Two, the main character of the series... I didn't rate these books very high. I think that the first book I rated actually, the first time I read it, I rated it five stars, and then I reread it and it dropped straight down to a three star. which oh, you know is that's bo- harsh? which you know is low for me. Yeah, and I haven't reread the second book, but I I gave it, I think, a four star when I first, or maybe I gave the second book a four, five star. I can't remember. I ate the books. I did eat the books up. read them in days. I still love it. but the main character, her name's Alosa. She is so obnoxious to read about. Her oh. thoughts are like, hmm, "I could kill him just by looking at him." Basically, oh, I'm, like I'm. I know that the vibe. Good. Yeah, she's so incredibly arrogant, and like I understand. Like for example, Throne of Glass, the main character, she's supposed to be arrogant, cock- like cocky, confident. Like that's her character, but she still has some humble qualities to her. For like, sure, I find a from the daughter, of, like daughter of the pirate king. Was just so much more aggressively arrogant. Like, it was to the point where I was like, okay, like, we get it. Like, at least with Throne of Glass, for example, the main character showed a lot more that she was a badass. Like, you could actually see. Showing versus telling. (laughs) But in Daughter of the Pirate King, they kind of just tell you. They're like, this character, she's really cool and she can do a lot of cool stuff, but you don't really see her do any of that often. Oh, that's annoying. And it's like has such better it's, potential. Yes. Yeah, so I think it'd be a really cool movie because one, pirate content, two, you don't have to hear her inner dialogue. <laughs> and like her inner dialogue is what is annoying. Like her herself as a character and how she presents herself to other characters, it's pretty sick. Like mm-hmm. the way she talks, the way she like does things. It's like, yeah, you just know. So because, but it's her inner dialogue that's annoying. So like. Cut out the middleman. You cut out the middleman. Great movie. I think they'd be fantastic movies. So much fun. They'd be like a fun YA pirate series, like series two, sh- like movies, mm-hmm. whatever. And once again, we have no pirate content. Why? Like, why are we starving everyone? <laughs> I feel so passionately about this. Like, there's not even a lot of good pirate books. No, it's true. Why? And everyone loves. Pi- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll never get over this. I literally, I I can go on about pirates for so long. Okay, anyway, so... So, Hollywood, take notes. Hollywood? Daughter of the Pirate King. Hear me out. (laughs) Because it's... I just think it'd be a great... It has a great romance. Like, I think it'd be a good, like, YA pirate series. Okay. You were passionate there. Yeah. I respect it. I needed to calm down. We needed to take a breather. (laughs) When I'm editing this also, if you guys don't already know it's, the program we record through allows us to stop and save what we already have and then we can continue recording yeah. so we frequently stop and then just continue picking up on a totally different note and i'm realizing what i'm editing because i always try like and mesh it and i'm like this is like we are literally talking about like we just because you as the viewers. It just seems like one continuous recording, but, but nope. we'll take like 10 minute breaks between sometimes when we take a break. <laughs> Get some intense funny. in here. It's so funny because like then... So anyway, well, I'm having really a hard time translating my thoughts to words right now. But what I meant to say is if you ever hear a really abrupt change of subject... That's why. That is why. And I felt the need to point that out because... It quite literally, sometimes it's so abrupt and I'm just like, Cha. <laughs> I do a little blind walking emoji while editing. Oh, literally. Because there's, no, a- there's no way of mixing it at that point. Yeah, I know. Unless I literally start pulling out the AirPods again. <laughs> <laughs> we just chat and chat and chat. We, we go chat. off on tangents. Oh, yeah. But thank you so much for listening to us go off on oh yeah. tangents. I'm, I don't have any more thoughts. I don't... Any? Yeah. Any last? Literally, that was just... Us telling you that we're ending the episode. Yeah. My throat literally hurts. <laughs> this was a long one. This was definitely a long one. Um, thank you so much for anyone who's still listening mm-hmm. after over an hour. Um, please tell us your thoughts. I think, oh yeah, we're gonna talk for the poll. Uh, do you think that movies do more showing or more telling? Yeah. Which I will need to remember. question. <laughs> <laughs> so let us know. And let us know on our social medias. Your are if you have any passionate thoughts, please share. Oh, for sure. We anything. love hearing it. We would love yeah. Just literally no thoughts are going through my head right now. I'm so sorry. It's alright. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at what the book podcast. The profile picture is the same as us on Spotify and it's with one T when you're spelling out what the Yeah, and And I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Just remember, we're taking recommendations for books and give us a five stars. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you in the next one.